New on Curiosity Street. Louis B. Mayer, Jack Warner, William Fox. Hollywood was the city of dreams, but the beginnings were a nightmare. You will never work in this town again! It's Titans, the rise of Hollywood. And Merapi, one of the world's most active volcanoes. Can we better predict its next deadly eruption? A new expedition hunts for life-saving answers on exploring the volcano. Watch now on Curiosity Stream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. I hope everyone is doing well this Thursday. Um, so far, I've had a great week. So today's topic will be homeschooling a disabled child. <clears throat> it's quite a large topic, so um, we'll see how far we get today. And if there's too much information, we may have to do a part two. But I did want to tackle this topic because I do think it's important. It's another option for disabled child if they have difficulties in public or traditional school. So before I get started, if you're new here, hello. A few things about the podcast. This podcast is Thursday at 2 p.m. Mountain, 1 p.m. Pacific, or 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are live right now. If you'd like to talk to me, I have an, um, I have my Zoom open. You can call 1-646-558. Excuse me. 1-646-558-8656. That's a United States number through New York, so be aware your long-distance charges may apply. Our meeting ID on Zoom is 465-172-882. So let's go ahead and start our topic. <clears throat> now, this, having a disabled child in school is difficult to begin with. Um, my knowledge is, again, from the United States. That's where I am. That's what I'm most familiar with. If any of my listeners have been homeschooled in other um, other areas, other countries, please contact me. I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to get more information about homeschooling around the world. Um, if you need my email address, it's ericah at newheightseducation.org. That's Erica with a K, H is in Harry, newheightseducation.org. So let's get started. There are a few notes on homeschooling uh, for disabled kids before we get into the 
details, so a few general notes. One, homeschooling is legal in every state. Um, each state has its own homeschooling requirements, so make sure to check with your state before deciding to homeschool your child. Homeschooling can benefit children who learn and think diff differently, but as with most things, there are pros and cons to homeschooling your disabled child. More general notes on homeschooling. Um, here are some reasons for homeschooling a child, any child, not just a disabled child. Um, some parents may choose to do so for religious or spiritual reasons. Parents want more control over the child's education, um, provide more than perhaps is offered in public school. Some children struggle in traditional public schools um, for such as, you know, autistic children, children with learning disabilities, etc. This is where we get into the disabled child question. Um, often public schools are not set up for somebody who is cognitively impaired, maybe learns a bit slower than others. Um, although public schools do try and accommodate um, children with learning or with disabilities at Diddle, I think they still have quite a ways to go um, before, you know, uh, schooling is fully accessible. So this is why parents are considering now homeschooling their disabled child because they can fit the schedule and the workload around the child's abilities and needs. Um, so here, uh, one other thing, again, I mentioned state requirements for homeschooling. So you have to give the state notice. Most, but not all, require you to alert them if you plan to homeschool a child. So again, check with your state. Do they require you to notify them? Oh, excuse me. I must be tired today. The fibro is acting up. Okay. So again, notify your state and make sure that they don't have any additional requirements. Um, they do like to know who's being homeschooled in the state, so make sure you do that. Most states require that the parents have at least a high school diploma, but some schools may need other courses uh, for the parents to be able to teach um, at home, other courses or certificates. <clears throat> some states require that you keep records of the child's progress, grades, um, scores on tests and things such as that nature, you know, a running log of how your child is doing um, while being homeschooled. Many states require you to take homeschooling and subject classes before you teach your child. Again, um, brush up on your subjects, that sort of thing, you know, reading, writing, arithmetic, that's what they used to say. Um, states may require the child, your child to take standardized tests throughout the year. Um, again, standardized testing. <laughs> uh, let's just say I'm not a fan, <clears throat> but it is what it is. So even a homeschool child may be required by the state to take a standardized test. So, <clears throat> 
Regarding specifically homeschooling the disabled child, uh, many parents wonder if a homeschooled child may still receive special education services through the local school, a public school district. Again, this depends on the state requirements. Some states may provide an IEP, <clears throat> IEP service plan to aid in education. Some school systems do not give special education services unless the child is enrolled in public school. Many schools have sports and other clubs in which your child can participate even if they are homeschooled. So that's just starting the disabled um, section of this podcast. Um, I'll be right back after a short break from our sponsor. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. Once again, I'm discussing disabled children and homeschooling. If you missed the first part of this episode, the episode will be uploaded to the New Heights um, website later today or tomorrow, so you can check that out. So here are the pros and cons of homeschooling your disabled children. Um, It's a pro, you know, if... It can be difficult and confusing to get assistance for your child in the public school setting. Um, There's a lot of red tape, quite honestly. Um, I know that when I was in public school, which was much longer than I'd (laughs) like to admit to, there was a lot of testing. There was a lot of placement in different classes, deciding where to place the child. Sometimes, with regards to me, the school didn't know which classes to place me in um, because I had deficiencies in certain... I have a deficiency in math, but I'm really good at languages, for example. So what do you do with, like, an elementary school um, child who has to be in a... um, you know, an elementary school uh, environment where basically it's one size fits all. And, you know, there's no variance in teaching. There's no accounting for different learning styles, different paces, that sort of thing. What what do you do at that point? <clears throat> so this is why parents are increasingly wanting to homeschool their kids, not just the disabled, but, you know, more and more are just keeping their kids at home. So, so homeschooling, here's a pro, allows you to give your child frequent, frequent breaks, breaks and learn at their own speed. Also, you know, you can stop if the child needs to take medication, that sort of thing. So here's a con to homeschooling the disabled child. You may not have access to free public school services for disabled children, like assistive devices, if your child needs like a large print book, or 
a specialized calculator, um, you know, laptops, that sort of thing, you would be required to pay for those items out of pocket, just so you know. Um, another pro is the parent has responsibility for the child's education. It can be helpful if you wanted to try and learn different learning styles with your child or if you want to enroll your child in specialized programs um, in addition to what you're teaching them at home. So here's a con of that though. Teaching is a big job. I actually know a couple of teachers and boy do they put in the work. Um, I just had a friend of mine tell me that she got up at one o'clock this morning to start her day and she loves teaching but boy does she put a lot of work into it so it's something you want to think about is this something you will enjoy um, you must make decisions for your entire your child's entire education so you have to create all lesson plans um, and again keep records um, for yourself and for the state so again, if you're not fond of teaching or don't have the temperament for teaching, maybe homeschooling your child is not the greatest option for you. Um, in a moment, I'm we're going. I'm going to be back with you with more pros and cons. But again, I'd like to stop for a short break. I'll see you at the other side of the break. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School. The world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Welcome back to the New Heights Show on Education. I am your host, Erica Hansen. So last segment, we were discussing pros and cons of homeschooling a disabled child. And I'd like to continue with those. There are a few others. Um, so a pro of homeschooling um, and taking control of your child's education is you are able to tailor lessons to your child's interests and ability. Um, this can be especially important for a disabled child. Homeschooling allows a child to learn at their own pace in their own learning style, as I mentioned. So if you have an autistic child that learns differently, absorbs information differently, for example, then you are able to look into styles of teaching them that might might benefit them more than a standardized school setting, which is, again, one size fits all and you have to teach Common Core, which sometimes is not the ideal way to teach. Um, <clears throat> a con of taking control of your child's education like this is public school has access to such things as clubs, activities, and field trips, which expose the um, child's new experiences and ideas. And as I mentioned before, some schools will allow homeschooled children to participate in clubs and other activities. If your school district doesn't, however, it is up to you to provide your child with new experiences, such as enrolling them in clubs and classes, taking them to local attractions, museums, the zoo or the aquarium, that sort of thing. So just be aware that after a while, the expenses will add up. 
Another pro is your child can have a flexible schedule. Um, this is especially important for disabled children as they may need frequent breaks, time to take medication, or more time on tests. Again, I, I mentioned that um, earlier in the episode. Um, I myself, when I was a child, I did need more time on tests. Sometimes I got it, sometimes I didn't. And that was interesting, to say the least, as far as my grades and my overall education. Um, here's a con to this. Your child might not respond well to a flexible schedule. You may have a child that requires the strict schedule that a public school or private school offers with, you know, traditional classes. So this is important for children with disabilities. Some children require, like I said, extra structure in order to focus. Um, for example, children with cognitive dis uh, difficulties or ADHD. Um, they may benefit from a stricter schedule than you can provide at home. Um, again, another pro though is your child will have less day-to-day -day contact with their peers. This could be uh, good for people who have certain disabilities like autism, for example, um, because autistic children get overstimulated very, very quickly and very easily. So it might be good to ju just pull them out of a, you know, 30 child classroom. So a con to this is there's less interaction with other children and it means that your child will, will have less socialization to other children. Um, that is one of the things psychologically that happens in school is when children interact with people, both, um, the, you know, their peers and other adults, they learn how to behave in society. They learn, you know, basic norms when you have them in a school like that. And it's not, even if it's not directly taught, they still pick it up from the other children. And it's, it's a necessary skill for life. So you as a parent, if you're homeschooling your child, you, you, would have to make sure that your child is getting time with other children, um, other adults around them, and make sure that they are interacting with their peers so they can learn those things, learn those um, social skills that are so necessary. And again, you can do this by enrolling your child in clubs, dance classes, um, other things, computer classes maybe. Um, so they can interact with a child with other children. Excuse me. So I do want to end by saying homeschooling a disabled child does offer them a lot of opportunity to grow and learn, and they may do better in a homeschooling environment because um, you can tailor their their curriculum to whatever their strengths and weaknesses are. Uh, please be aware that homeschooling a child is its big decision. Um, again, make sure you all have all the information you need before proceeding and making a decision. Make sure that homeschooling is right for you and your child. Um, at this point, I'd like to make a special note regarding NHEG. 
um, we had talked about some of the limitations that homeschooling provided. I do want to mention that NHEG does provide for $35 a really good package including you know a learning plan, um, access to field trips, um, interactions with other children, um, things like color guard and you know typical things you would get in a in a public school but may not immediately have access to while homeschooling so I think you know definitely check out NHEG's website I've linked it in the show notes they've got a ton of good programs um, my favorite actually is the languages you they have a lot of languages that you don't normally see taught in schools in public school like Japanese uh, Chinese different things you know mostly you grow up with French English and Spanish well you know it's kind of fun to see these other languages so that's my that's my favorite part of NHEG actually um, so again check them out they're a great company you know everybody is wonderful there if you're interested in broadening your child's education and are considering homeschooling them um, again this show is on Tuesday, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Mountain 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time it is live and I look forward to hearing from you if you'd like to email me it's Erica H at newheightseducation.org and once again you can check out new NHEG's website which is newheightseducation.org again that's .org not .com so again you can also chat with me um, dial in through Zoom. The number to dial into is 1-646-558-8656. That's a U.S. number. That's through New York. So watch your long distance charges. Um, our meeting ID in Zoom is 465-172-882. So I hope everyone has a wonderful week. And I look forward to speaking with you next week on another topic. If, again, if you have any questions or want to recommend a topic, suggest a topic, please email me. I'm always looking for new ideas, new things to explore with you guys. And I hope, again, you have a fabulous week. I'll see you next Thursday. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings. Curiosity Stream. This bear's walking right at me. We'll see if he wants trouble or not. Follow filmmaker Casey Anderson as he gets an unprecedented face-to-face -face look at Alaska's fiercest carnivores on the Tracker's Diary, Bears of Katmai. 
Plus, why is a tiny island in the Pacific one of America's most crucial outposts? Discover the truth behind this mysterious trans-Pacific stopover on Extremities Wake Island. Watch now on CuriosityStream. Annual plans are $20, just $1.67 a month. Visit CuriosityStream.com.